0: what's up guys my name is sabrina and i get to be one of the hosts for this podcast on fire i'm so excited i'm so stoked for you guys to be here today for those who are new here or for those who are coming back welcome i'm so good i'm so glad that you guys are joining in for today's episode but before we jump into that if you haven't checked out last week's episode titled miracles being before my birthday i got to talk about how god has been answering my prayers and performed it on my birthday so his birthday gift to me or whatever so make sure you go check that out if you're if you're curious about it make sure you go check that out and then come right back here to listen to today's work obviously as you can tell by the title 10 commandments but let me let me back it up for you guys so recently on sunday yes sunday i posted a poll on on the podcast instagram if you didn't see it it's because you don't follow so make sure you go follow right now (laughs) see that because I will be doing it was actually kind of fun so I'll be doing that later in the future so you guys make sure you go follow the Instagram it will be down in the description but like I was saying I posted a poll on Instagram asking you guys what cover or what topic you guys wanted me to cover so I put three and it was a big big battle (laughs) let me just say you guys voted but it was a big battle between two of them it was a tie then there was a winner and then there was a tie and then a winner and just it was it was a big battle it, it really was but obviously you guys already know what the winner was the ten commandments had won now for those who did vote for the debatable christian questions i will definitely be doing that still that will be uploaded next week i'm still in the works of getting everything together for that episode so if you guys really wanted that one and for those who voted for that one that will be uploaded next week so make sure you're staying tuned for that as well and you don't want to miss out on that But for those who chose the Ten Commandments, you are the winner. Round of applause. (laughs) But without further ado, let's just jump into today's episode. So obviously, Ten Commandments. Today's episode, I kind of want to share on why we should base our lives on the Ten Commandments. Now, I know what you might be thinking. I know Ten Commandments uh, sounds amazing to talk about but it really is (laughs) no but i know Ten commandments is not our go-to when we want to read the bible just because of how repetitive it can be and how a lot of people just look at the old testament as boring laws which is not true by the way it may be a little bit boring when you read it but trust me it's good stuff everything in the bible is good stuff but for those who are or don't know the ten commandments or what will where what when where whoa what when where all that started the ten commandments are the commands god gave moses so that he may go tell the israelites at the time how they should live and follow god now when was all this happening this was around the time where god had prompted moses to go take the israelites out of egypt and being slave and being free from being slaves by pharaoh so after that they went on this long trip they were traveling for a while and then they, you know, they placed themselves somewhere. They got stationed somewhere. And then God, I called Moses up to the mountain. Moses goes up to the mountain, has a good conversation with God. He said, hey, yo, God, you called me or whatever. God said, yo, I'm here, Brody. So, so they went to have a quick chat. And that's when God gave Moses those 10 commandments. So he told God, go tell the Israelites the, my commands, what they should be doing, how they should be following me, and how sh- they should live their lives. And you can find these 10 commandments in the book of exodus chapter 20 verses 2 through 17. exodus is the second book of the bible and obviously in the old testament now i could go on and on about each and every single one of them more in debt but we're just going to keep it short and simple for the sake of time and yeah so obviously the ten commandments are placed by god on how we should live and follow him so the first one obviously you shall not have no other gods Pretty straightforward pretty simple don't worship anybody but the lord but a lot of questions could be like well how do you know which one is right mm-hmm. <laughs> read the bible <laughs> but yes yeah, you shall not have no other gods again pretty straightforward you shall not and I, I know it's pretty much like different religions where people are like well people have this religion so let them do what they want to do but at the end of the day there's only one god okay there is these different religions are a big battle and big questions on which one's the right one when really there's only one God. So obviously I would know because of, of the surroundings around the world that we live in, which is like Buddhism, Hinduism, and all these other ones that I wish I could name but I don't. And it kind of this first commandment kind of goes with the second one, second one being you shall not make idols. And that specific commandment, God goes more in detail on how he's a jealous God and he's mad respect to him i totally understand god because why would i want to worship a creation and not the creator like a lot of this stuff these false idols these false gods they're just a creation of god not saying you should go and bow down to them Be like oh since they cre- their creation of the false gods then let me go you know or the creation of god they're the false gods so we shouldn't go And it says in the Bible, literally in that commandment, don't go bowing down to them and worshiping them and giving your time to him. When, like I said, all that's just a creation and how us as humans created that we created that. There you go. We created that. We built that. And as later on in that same in that same book. The Israelites they were all wondering what God was and how like oh my gosh we've been traveling for so long why are we here oh my god if god is real he would have been here right now we would have had these homes these money like they were all confused so then that's when they're like hey everybody get their gold together and let's make a golden calf so there they go getting everything together they built that they created that and they started worshiping it god didn't create those false gods they're There is no other God but God, our Heavenly Father, our Lord and Savior. So us as humans, we create that own religion. We create that own just for our own sake. Just so we have a literal statue on literally seeing something and bowing down to it. Which in the Bible says, walk by faith and not by sight. Mm, Period. But also the idol part is Catholicism. I would know because I grew up Catholic and seeing a lot of people in my family, they have these altars which are not supposed to be made we're not supposed to have altars it says later in that same chapter we're not supposed to be having altars or idols we're not supposed to be worshiping the virgin mary or the santa muerte like any of that is all false and we're not supposed to be doing that why because god is just god and like i said before why worship the creation and not the creator i'll just leave it on that the next, the next commandment, he says, you, "You shall not misuse the name of the Lord." Pretty much saying, "Don't use God's name in vain." Don't go and be like, "Oh my God, that's great." <laughs> it feels weird for me to even say that, but pretty much, don't really use God's name in vain. And I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, I was." I feel like it depends on the context, because I can be like, "Oh my God," like, and use it in the right way, because I'm. Mm-hmm targeted towards God. I'm using God. I'm glorifying Him in that way. But if I'm just going around saying, oh my God, oh my God, out of context, then that's pretty much committing a sin against God. And how my mom, as kids, my mom would always get mad. I mean, my sisters, if we're like, oh my God, and use it out of context, she would be like, stop. Don't be saying that. And I would always ask why. And she would kind of tell me like, because God has no partake in that. Like, I don't know how to explain it very well, but pretty much, I know God is always everywhere, and God is always in everything we do. But it was out of context so pretty much god had nothing to do with that situation or my false mistakes like that was not god's doing so i guess that's what she tried to teach us which we kind of grew up not saying oh my god or using him and using his name in vain i know it feels weird for me to say so god forgive me Rainiel, please i was using it to teach your people that's it but yeah don't use god's name in vain the next one remember the sabbath keep it holy so the sabbath if you guys don't know what the sabbath is it is mentioned in the book of genesis where god in the beginning where it talks about god creating the world in six days and then on the seventh he rested so he also tells us to work our butts off for six days go to go and do what we gotta do go to work go to this and work our butts off for six days and on the seventh rest And keep it holy, still have God on that day, still praise God, still worship, still talk to him, keep it holy, you know? And I think he just wants us to remind us to do the same as he did. So that is it. Also, a lot of people think that Sundays have to be a Sabbath. I personally don't think a Sunday has to be a Sabbath, but that just depends on your schedule. All he says is to work six days and rest on the seventh, which obviously it could be more better if it was a Sunday. But like, if your schedule was different, all he says is to keep a Sabbath. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. The next one says, honor your father and mother. Obviously, we have to be obedient to our parents. We have to listen to them, their guidelines, their rules. I personally feel like God placed uh, a earthly mother and father as a reflection on how we would treat God. So if they tell us to do something and we're like, nah, we're not going to do it, then what if God tells us that? and we're like no like if we have a father and mother earthly mother and father in front of us and we can see them and we communicate with them every single day and we physically see them what makes a difference if since we can't see God what makes a difference if we're going to treat him the same if we're going to be obedient to him so I feel like he placed our mother and father as an example and a reflection on how we would treat God but that's just how I take it so For all you rebellious children, listen to your mother and father, please. (laughs) But next one, obviously straightforward, you shall not murder. Done period point blank. Next one, you shall not commit adultery, pretty much don't go around having sexual relationships with a person who's married or if you are married, don't go around having an affair with someone else. Pretty straightforward on that. Do not steal, do not lie. Which I struggled a lot, a lot on as a kid. I was a very good liar. Was, past tense. I was a very good liar. At least to me, I thought I was. But obviously, God set me free from that as well. Now I speak truth in life, period. And the next one, you shall not covet. Meaning, you shall not desire something that someone else has. Because that creates jealousy, greediness, and selfishness inside of us. So, that's what he means on covet covet not to desire and create that evilness inside of you now not only were these 10 commandments made in the old testament but when jesus came he gave two new commands in the new testament called the greatest command and the new command or known as the greatest and new command the greatest command was mentioned in mark 12 verses 30 to 31 this is what jesus says he says love the lord with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind with our strength then he says love your neighbor as yourself then the new command he says in the book of john 13 34 where he says love one another as i have loved you so you must love one another by this everyone will know that you are my disciple if you love one another now i know there's a big big difference because (laughs) in the Ten Commandments that God gave Moses. God was straight up. He was straight up savage. He said, "Um, excuse me, don't do that. Um, do this. Uh, it's, don't do that. He was straight up savage. He was a gangster. He was like, I don't care. We, we gonna, we're not going to shoot because we're, we're going to go straight to it. And Jesus was more of about, about love. Now, I'm not saying that God made this out of anger. No. I'll get to that pretty soon. But Jesus, he was talking more of love. Loving our God with everything that we have. Our soul, mind, strength, and heart. Then he says, love our neighbor as we would love ourself. Then, then, then he says, love one another. Now, a lot of people can take that out of context and say, oh, love everybody. We get to love who we want to love. Wrong. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. Not, oh, you can or if you want, no, you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you're my disciple if you love one another, which is very, very hard, especially nowadays because of unforgiveness, bitterness or resentment towards a lot of people. We find it hard to love a person, but loving is I'm not saying going and braid their hair or, you know, give them a little fresh cut, or whatever, or hang out with them on a the daily basis. Loving is praying for them, caring for them. And if they need something, you will show God's love, not the world, not the worldly love, God's love through you because as it says later on because of loving one another everyone know that you are my disciple and i've said this before and later in the podcast before i don't know one i said it in but a lot of people are watching us and a lot of people are looking at us and for those who know we are christians they're waiting for us to slip up or make waiting for us to make a mistake so like a lot of people are going to be watching us and a lot of people are listening to us and w- by the words and actions that we do and as it says in the bible we must love one another like I said a lot of people can take that love out of context but the love that I'm talking about is God's love not what the enemy wants us to think what love is first off the devil he don't know what love is he doesn't love he hates so he wants us to lie to us to deceive us on what love really quotation marks is when really that's just the world love love is caring for someone praying for someone being there if they need you no matter what the crap they've done or no matter how Bad or how much damage they've done in your life, that you're still going to be there for them. Not good, you don't have to be there for them, like I'm saying, as in braiding their hair, or hanging out with them every day. It could just be loving for loving someone from praying for them, caring for them. If they need a little bit of money, you know, being generous to them, pretty much just showing God's love, how He shows us love, His grace, and mercy. Now, looking back on all these commandments and all these commands that God and Jesus has given us, I'm not gonna lie. I was, in the beginning, I found it really, really hard to go through with it. But then as I got closer to God, um, I started to find it easier to, you know, listen to it. Like, okay, don't worship idols. That means don't go around worshiping the disciples or the apostles as the Catholic did it. Or don't use God's name in vain or have a Sabbath day. Or don't lie anymore and don't steal and loving everybody. So I found it very easy to let it adapt in my life, letting the Holy Spirit influence me and then me pattering it throughout my life. Then I also started to think on why people don't do it. Like, it's not that hard to me. It was like, it's common sense. People like, if you want a good life, follow God, he's going to provide that way that that path for you. Like, why not? But as I was starting to think, I started getting reasons why people choose not to. And one of them is hard. It, it's too hard for people. Or it's too much because of all the stuff that goes on in our lives, which is understandable. Don't get me wrong, it is very understandable. It could be hard, as in, like, oh, this is too hard. Like, oh, I gotta do this and I gotta do that. Oh my gosh, it's too much for me. And people tend to be lazy and just give up. People tend to look at it and be like, oh my gosh, since I can't do this, mind, so just give up. It's kind of like playing a sport or doing something you wanna do. And you realize you're probably not that good at it. And you're like, you know what, since I'm not good at it, boom, drop it, we're leaving. It could be the same thing with God's commands or, you know, what God is trying to tell us. If we're not good at it, we lose confidence. And we're like, you know what, what's the whole point in trying? I would know because in the beginning of my walk with Christ, I started to realize I didn't want to persevere anymore. I didn't want to have that perseverance to make the effort to to, to continue with God because of how hard it was. But my question is, who said following God was easy? God didn't promise us butterflies, rainbows, and these beautiful everything where we're just waking up joyful and bouncing off the walls like, yay, happy day. No, God didn't promise us that. Following God and his commands wasn't and is never going to be easy because of our flesh and how the enemy just wants us to fall into sin. This goes back to the episode, Life by the Spirit, where I talked about how it is a consistent spiritual battle. Between our flesh and our spirit and how they both go against each other and how they both want different things for us. Because our flesh is of the world, we crave the things of the world. We, Our flesh wants to be part of it, but our spirit tells us no, to not be a part of it. We live in the world, but don't be part of the world. Don't coexist. Don't participate in things of the world. Hashtag, or not hashtag, quotation marks, the devil tries to tell us to be part of. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat kind of hurts. But... Not to be part of the world. So obviously that comes from us thinking that everything is so easy or everything is too hard. But following God is never going to be too easy because, again, our flesh. And because of what the enemy tells us and what he deceives us about. The next one I could think of was limited. A lot of people feel limited to do certain things. And because they feel that way, they choose to rebel. They feel limited because of the commands that God is telling us to do. They feel limited because they feel like it's a, a line they can't cross. And they're like, oh my gosh, like, bro, this seems like for what? Like, I want to do this, I want to do that. They don't feel obligated to follow God's commands. And because they want to do what they want to do and live how they want to live, that is freedom towards them. They think that is freedom. Because they're limited, they don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have no freedom. I, have, I can't do this, I can't do that, oh my gosh. It gets annoying to them. So they, feel, they don't feel obligated to follow God's commands because they want that freedom. They want to have their free will, but not in God's way, not in the godly way. They, ex- <coughs> I'm sorry. they experience the fleshly freedom, the worldly free will. I hope that really makes sense. I mean, in my mind, it does. It helps me comprehend. But if you get it, you get it. If you don't, sorry. But they want to experience the f- fleshly freedom, the worldly free will, meaning there is no internal freedom. Following God and his commands not only gets us saved into the kingdom of heaven, but we get to fully experience internal freedom by God. I would know because, like I said in last episode, I am a living testimony, a living miracle, and I'm able to be set free from all the captives, all the bondage, all, all of everything that the enemy had on me. I am set free, and I have internal freedom which reflects on the outside where I'm able to show that I have freedom in Christ not in the world or not by this in Christ I have freedom internal freedom not outside freedom where I'm just whatever I can do whatever I want to do internal freedom is all that matters because like I said before if it it is inner it will reflect on the outer another one that I could think of was boring Mm, crazy a lot of people think this is boring a lot of people think Christ's Following Christ is boring. People choose not to follow God and his commands. Be, but because they feel like it's too strict. It's not fun. You can't do this. You can't do that. What's the whole point? Like, oh, I just want to do this. But at the end of the day, those people, they want to feed their flesh. They're not trying to feed their spirit. Those people, they want what the flesh craves. They want to be part of the world. And their spirits tell them not to. As I said uh, the lot in the episode... Um, Life by the Spirit. It says, "The flesh wants what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit wants what is contrary to the flesh." It's like a, it's always a battle. It's a consistent battle of our flesh and spirit. So people find it a lot. Uh, f- people find it boring on following God and how we're not able to do this because of how limited and and um, hard it is. Which is not true. I can say that following Christ is far, 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 far. Far far away from being boring. Because of following God, I get to experience Christ with my family. Where all we get to experience, all the presence that we feel, the Holy Spirit is his peace and joy internally. Eternally is the key word that I'm trying to get to you guys. But every time I'm with my family, I mean my I've always been family oriented, don't get me wrong. Growing up, my sisters, my mom, my dad, my my tias, my tios, aunt, uncle, my cousins, like my grandma, my grandparents, we were all family-oriented. We always did everything together. We were always united. We were always like, hey, I got your back. You know, if we're we going to get down, we're going to get down. Nah, just kidding. But obviously, back then, that was unholy us. But now, we're like, you know what? Let's just pray for that third person. Again, off topic. But I w- we were always family-oriented. But obviously we had a lot of chaos we had a lot of problems not saying that that we're following god there isn't chaos trust me there's still chaos because of the enemy and his stupid little attacks but um there was always things internally that we weren't able to be set free from because we weren't following god now that we we are we don't face that mental health that emotional health that physical health because we are internally free from god we are able to experience his presence and his presence of peace and joy. I Trust me, every time I'm with my family and we all, all of us get together and we're listening to like, you know, not secular music, Christian music, the Holy One. We get together and we get to feel the presence of God being known there. We get to feel the Holy Spirit placed upon us in that area, in that living room, the backyard or the swimming pool. We're able to feel God's presence and we have an amazing time we're able to party for Jesus in a holy way and it's not not boring. And obviously the it being too hard and limited and boring, people just don't want to do it because of those things and how they just want pretty much they just want to do what they want to do because of their flesh and plus what the enemy tells them and what they what the enemy deceives them from. But I'm just here to remind you that these commands are designed to protect us, our families and our communities. God, obviously, he was pretty savage in the Old Testament. Let's just be honest. He was killing people left and right who did him wrong. I mean, he can only take the mockery for so long where he's like, actually, mm, you're dead. God is a savage. You read the Old Testament. God was a big, big gangster. He was the big top G, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) He was the big top G. He really was. In the Exodus 20, he was straight up. He was just like, I don't care. Like, "Mm, boom, done. And Jesus, he was a bit soft. He did out of love, but I'm not saying that. When God gave these commands, it wasn't out of love. It's like, hmm, what's a good example? It's like our parents. You know, growing up as kids, our parents would tell us not to play in the street or not to do certain things because we're kids. Or as my mom would say, play where I can see you. <laughs> she would always say, I need to see you. If you're going to play right there, I need you can't go past there because I can't see you. You know what I'm saying? And parents telling us as teens, like when we want to go out with our friends or we want to spend, spend the night somewhere, they're always saying, with two With where? Who's going to take you? I need you home at this time or at this time. They're so strict with it. And obviously, us being us, we're like, oh my gosh, our parents, da-da-da-da-da. But this goes back to the commandment, honor your father and mother. Because how we treat our earthly parents, our earthly father and mother, is how we're going to treat our heavenly father. So I feel like, like I said, God placed them here to teach us on how we should, you know, respect our earthly parents. And our Heavenly Father for He has placed them here. So our parents telling us these things as kids, you know, saying, don't be doing this, don't be doing that. Those are the guidelines. Those are the rules. You know, the household, don't eat in your rooms or as my mom would say, don't eat in the room. I don't want to, I don't want, you always make a mess or da, da 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 Those are guidelines. Those are the rules. Or when we go out too late, they want us home at a certain time. Those are rules of the household. Those are rules that your parents have set. Why? Because, Our parents have lived here longer than us, obviously. So they know how the world is. They know how dangerously it can be. And obviously, I don't know about y'all, but I had just recently seen the movie Sound of Freedom. I highly, highly recommend. And just watching that, a lot of parents can create fear. But like at the end of the movie, if you haven't seen it, a little bit of spoiler alert. But the guy, he talks about how it can create fear. But we should have hope in Christ Jesus that we're able to overcome it all. That was a little bit on why I wanted to explain how parents can be that way. Because they know how dangerous this world can be because of what the enemy does and what he places in this world. It's the same with God. The literal same as God. God has these rules where people find it boring to follow. Just how our parents have these rules. And we don't want to follow them. We want to rebel. We want to be disobedient. But God placed these rules. Jesus placed these commands. These commands that God has given us was for us, to protect us, to keep us from getting hurt physically, emotionally, uh, spiritually, mentally. God places rules for us. He did this out of love. Even though it seemed harsh, he did it out of love for us, for you guys. Yes, like I said, it may seem harsh in the beginning. God may seem like he's a top G gangster because he wants to tell you that he loves you so much that he set these commands but not only that he sent a perfect son to Mary who gave birth to the Messiah Emmanuel Emmanuel God with us Jesus he sent him down who lived a perfect life and then later us as humans crucified him we caused him to go into death as it says in the new testament it says us we caused him we blame Jesus not me <laughs> never that but the people at the time they were the ones that caused Jesus death but obviously God already knew that God sent him down walked a perfect sinless life and then later died then went into the grave went to the tomb then rose again and ascended into heaven God loved us so much to give us these commands for us to follow because he loves us so much and then sent his son who gave us two more commands about loving our God with everything we have, loving our neighbor as we would love ourselves, loving one another, knowing that if we love one another, people will know that we are his disciples if we love one another. All that he did was out of love for you. And I'll end it off on this. Every commandment of God is for our good. He is there to protect us, to keep us safe from the enemy's scheme. That we need to surround ourselves with the word of God, put on the full armor of God, anoint ourselves every day, because it is a consistent spiritual battle. Like I said, and will say many times, it is consistent battle between the flesh and of the spirit. So I'll end it off on that. Every commandment of God is for our good, to keep us safe because he loves us, he cares for us, he wants the best for us, but everything he has planned is for the best of us. So keep, I want you guys to keep that in mind of every commandment that he has for us, every rule, everything he says in the Bible for us to do is because he loves us and wants to protect us. So apply every commandment to your life and know that it is for our good because it is from God. So that's it for today's episode. I really hope this word speak to you, guys, spoke to you guys and I really hope that this sets in your heart and that you allow the Holy Spirit to work in your lives consistently. But like I said, that was it for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it um if you guys aren't really oh I almost forgot so (laughs) oh my gosh so I recently just uploaded a YouTube channel the on fire podcast YouTube channel that will be linked in the description so make sure you go subscribe to that YouTube channel and hopefully later on as you know I get a little bit of money saved I can buy a camera and my plan is to vlog every now and then and just kind of experience what my day in life is it's pretty boring but I promise you the videos will be awesome so not only will you have access to listening to this on the Apple podcast but if it will be also quicker access on YouTube so make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube because I just created it maybe like a week about a week ago oh <laughs> about a week ago, so you make sure you go check that out and go subscribe and follow our Instagram and our TikTok. I will be, I will try to be more active on TikTok. I'm, I noticed that I'm really not, I promise, I'm not gonna promise because what if I break it and that's a sin? But I will try and train myself to be better and posting on TikTok a little bit, a little bit more. But like I said, make sure you go follow our social media down below and in, in the description. And if you guys want to leave any suggestions, make sure you do and reach out to me or stephanie make sure you reach out to us and anything that you want us to talk about or just prayer requests or just questions like that and just leave your suggestions um leave your suggestions to us and i can't wait to talk to you guys in the, another episode so i'll see you guys love you god bless you all